Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we get started, we want to talk to you about the Wally phone case. If you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know that Lauren and I love our Wallys. It really is the only phone case that we'll use now. We love all the patterns and new designs released recently, and we love the leather case with thread detail. I could not live or function without the loop anymore. It has a great loop for your finger to help hold, multitask, and as well a pocket for your credit card's license. I don't even carry a wallet anymore. It really is awesome, and we think that the Wally is like the perfect holiday gift. So make sure to go check it out while you're listening to this episode at wallycases.com. That's W-A-L-L-I cases.com. And at checkout, make sure to enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off your total order. This is one of the best deals you'll find out there. And we really think it could be a great holiday gift. Again, that's wallycases.com, W-A-L-L-I cases.com and enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off your total order. Okay, Lauren, I've been so excited to talk to you about this. I just saw the weirdest thing on my Yahoo. Okay, I was opening up my Yahoo mail and somehow a photo of Vera Wang came up. And have you seen her lately? I mean, I don't know. I know, I haven't thought about Vera Wang in years and years and years. But there was a headline that said something like, stunning Vera Wang at 73. And it like caught my... 73? 73 years old. So I'm going to show you this picture. I want you to look at her and tell me what you think. Oh my, okay. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. She's what? legit in white platforms, like a plunge wow. top yes. down to there. Not oh one wrinkle gosh. on her face. Like, just tell me please how she does this. What magic well, I, elixir. I do think the Asians do age really well. So good. I mean, they are, but I mean, she's so petite, like she's she, very thin. I know. That and, milky skin too. Yes. And no. she doesn't even like not wrinkly or like But she anything. doesn't look at all Botox or like no. anything. And so, so again, I'm always talking about the podcast I'm listening to, but I just listened to a podcast on the Versace family. Oh. And so then I go Googling Donatella. And like time has not been friendly to her. If no, I'm going to say have that. See, I think I know what she looked. I think I know yeah, who she is. And, and she's I, yes. probably like in the same age range. No. And so literally I'm like, wait a minute, Vera. Like what deal did you make with the devil? Yes. Super She crazy. looks amazing. She looks amazing. And this outfit just like so young so and sexy. fresh. I know. So cute. And to only be that skinny. It made I, me just like. <laughs> I know. Will never Do you be my think life. it's easier to to be skinny or fat at in an old age? Oh, I don't know because I do feel like some older people get tinier. Yeah, they kind of like thin like, out what just is skin that? and bones. Maybe it's just like they lose muscle mass or yeah, something. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. They look more gaunt or but something. But then you're definitely like your metabolism is probably non-existent. Oh, yeah, I have no and idea. You are definitely not very mobile. I so don't know. I I, I don't know. I guarantee you, I will 
probably have a solid 20, 30 pounds on me by that time. And and you know what? When you're a cute grandma, it doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Um, The other thing I had to tell you about that I'm curious to see if you know about this is, do you have like a Amazon device in your house, like an Alexa? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. What are they called? Shows or fires or or whatever they're called? Yes. Yes. You know, the thing in your kitchen. Right. The screens. Yes. The screens. Okay. The thing you talk to Alexa. Did you know? Like you can whisper to Alexa and she will whisper back to you. Oh, really? (gasps) Did you know this? No. Okay. So our Alexa stays at like an annoyingly loud volume because my kids like to play music on it. Right. No lie. Today, Kate came home from dance and she was over there like this. Alexa, how much money is there in the world? And I'm like, Kate, please. And I was like, no, Alexa, I just put the boys to bed. And Alexa whispered back to her. And what did she whisper? I don't even know. How much money? Yeah, I know. Who knows? (laughs) No, but then I go over and do a test. And I was like, Alexa, in a normal voice, Alexa, play whatever. And she like said it in her normal voice. And then I went, Alexa, what's the weather in Gilbert, Arizona? And she told me in a whisper. Oh my, it's fascinating. Fun tip, guys. Fascinating. Alexa. Isn't that so fun? I was just saying to George, it is just crazy. It's almost like she's part of the family. She knows you? Well, yeah. It's like, it is, I mean. She just piped up. You guys didn't hear. She knows we're talking about her. What is it She absolutely is. I wonder what she is saying. There's like a paragraph on the screen right now. I can't hear her. Oh my gosh. She's reciting something. She is. Yeah, like that. that so phrase. creepy. Oh, it, they're it's, listening. It's crazy. They're listening. It Lauren. is. It's like bizarre. Oh, we, big brother. Whisper. <laughs> whisper, whisper, Alexa. It is creepy. But you were saying to George what? Oh, just like how unreal and uncanny it is that you just have this, like, Presence? I mean, it's not a robot. Yeah, but like, yes. This, Rosie like, the robot? Like yes, the e- exactly. To answer the questions, to do the things, to do the list, to make the notes. Now, to she like, could just cook dinner. Timer. Yeah. Life could would you be just complete. literally stick out arms and prep the dinner? Like, that would be brilliant. You even imagine. Oh, I can't. Do I my can. hair for me. Yeah. Just like in the Jetsons. It's just crazy. That would be so dreamy. Oh, my gosh. Before we go any further, we want to share with you about Beehive Meals. Beehive Meals is a prep service that prepares and delivers freezer meals straight to your door. The meals come frozen with raw ingredients, vacuum sealed in a bag, which allows them to store for up to six months. The meals can be cooked in either a slow cooker, which I love, or a pressure cooker and are served as you like. I love this take because I've always kind of had a gripe with like just the microwave type meals. And I do love a good crock pot and a good Instapot. So this is like music to my ears, Lauren. I'm so happy there's a service now for this. I definitely think it savors like the flavors and it's better for you when it's just cooked in a crock pot like this. So this is awesome. And you can go online and order. And like I said, deliver to your doorstep. They have a great menu with lots of options, I think, for everybody. And really just some really good home-cooked meals that you can all sit down together with. I know. We're actually going to be getting some here soon, and I'm super excited to try it out. I've actually kind of really recommitted to cooking for my family, Lauren. And I think this will be a huge help in the kitchen. If you've been here for a minute, you know that the kitchen has always been a struggle for us. (laughs) A struggle spot. (laughs) Cooking is hard. So I just think this is just the answer we need. And like we said, this business is all family focused on getting together. So I love that. And we are going to be better at it. 
And Lauren, they just passed over 1 million meals served. Wow. 1 Dang, million. Guys. And they're a newer company. They're amazing. That's incredible. So we want you to go check them out at beehivemeals.com and take the busy work out of family dinner. So chatting about tonight's episode, we were just kind of brainstorming with lots of different ideas. And something that we obviously talk about throughout the week all the time and something we touch on almost every episode is just kind of the school life. And we thought it would be fun to kind of break down. I mean, obviously school, K through 12, that's a big time frame, lots of ages, lots of stages, and we're not pros on all of them, but we thought it'd be fun to share kind of some of our insight and thought processes behind like what we're doing, what we've seen, what we hope for. Totally. man, school is all consuming. And some days I literally think, thank the Lord that I don't have to go to school anymore. I like know. these poor children, I just think, no, they're they're great and they're so good at it. But I just, it is, it's a lot. It's time consuming. Their majority of their day is there. And we all did it. I We've know. all paid our dues. I know. But I'm like, if someone told me tomorrow I had to go back to school for a year, I mean, likely college, obviously, I, I don't know if I could do it. I know. It would, you? Be would you so want to? Hard. I don't know. I like... Mean, Obviously, an online like a, class, yes. maybe. I don't know if it's something I was super passionate about or like, uh, but no, no. Like I'm I just, still recovering. I know, still recovering. Right. True. Truly. Um, Sarah and I both graduated from Arizona State University. And mm-hmm. yes, Go as Sun you Devils. know, right. We we met it in college, which is like so fun. And forever we'll, years ago. Yes, forever. And we'll touch on that in a minute. But we're going to like seriously take it way back to preschool. Yeah. And neither of us have preschoolers anymore. Amen. Um, Luke was um, in preschool last year, but now is a kindergartner. And I it's know. been a few years for me, but... Um, and we've kind of had a wide array of experiences yeah, with preschool. So I do think we have a few things to touch on here. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you started out with, with Tristan. Well, crazy enough, um, I had, well, when Tristan was two and a half, almost three, I was having the twins. Yes. And I was like desperate for a hand. Like yes. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need to get him occupied. I have two babies coming what the heck? But he's only two and a half. That's like really young. I mean, I never would have thought of sending him to anything I know. for that matter. But I just knew like I needed him to have an outlet and some fun and right. friends. Some social time. Totally. Yeah. So a friend referred me to um, a gal, mm-hmm. Tiffany Watkins, mm-hmm. in my area, who has just been angel on earth for me. And um, and we have loved her for so many years. So my kids started with Miss Tiffany. And actually, all of them went there. Oh, that's right. And yes. She is an in-home preschool right? and she has an amazing curriculum and she's been doing it for 15, 20, well, probably 20 years. There's a lot of those around here and there. In our area, there's a lot of in-home preschools, Mm -hmm. but I have learned that's kind of like unique. Like that's not, a lot of places don't have a lot of options. Even when I lived 40 minutes up the road in Scottsdale, that wasn't an, I didn't know of any. Like I was looking at paying like pretty big prices yes. for that. Yeah, totally. So quickly in a nutshell, like my experience was there's a lot of learning, a lot of playing, a lot of art, a lot of, you know, hands-on. Um, Basic skills. Right. Um, yeah. Um, coordination, social Absolutely. time, singing. Right. All the little and fundamentals. Th- yes. And it's such a fun time. And I, she had a really cool curriculum that covered the continents and the rainforest and the community and the people you meet in the community and you know how to how to handle money and like we do a bakery and you bought 
you know, you'd go to the mm-hmm. bake sale. And so she, just lots of hands-on experiences and, that was really... Yeah. Well, invaluable for sure. Yes. And so good for your, the kids. And I just remembered, so Mike Landon went to a little in-home one and we had her on the podcast. Juliet. Yes. Oh my gosh. What, that just I, dawned on literally us. Literally just dawned on me. Right at the beginning of COVID, your yep. mom had suggested yep. you need to have a preschool teacher help yes. you out with homeschool ideas. Homeschool ideas. So, so shout out to so Miss Juliet. Miss we'll have Juliet. to yes, go reference yes. that episode. She was my like in-home one, but then totally different. Not that I wasn't happy with anything like that, but I needed a more structured environment for like work reasons. So I moved to like an elementary preschool three days a week. Right. And that was fine too. I mean, I I, I do think it really made the transition to kindergarten flawless. Oh, like, I bet. You know, because he went three days a week from eight to three. And I think like, you know, that was a lot easier. But I don't know. I wouldn't say... I, I wish I, I don't know. I wish I didn't have to work and have that time away too. Like you always have that guilt, but both are great for different reasons. And do you like, um, did you like the more formality and like, I mean, officialness of like being in a school or was that like harder because they're so little? No, I think it was fun for him. Yeah. I think he felt like a big boy and he got to have recess and go to the cafeteria and like all that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, but they did enforce nap time. And so, and he stopped napping. I mean, we're talking like he was four and a half, like, or leading up to kindergarten. I mean, but it was good for him. I mean, they just laid down and rested. I don't think he actually napped, but um, but yeah, that was funny. So that anyway. is funny because yeah. I can think back to actually when I was at ASU, I graduated in elementary education and I had to work. Do you remember when I worked at that preschool, yes. the in child North development Scottsdale. lab? No, Wait. no, this was at a oh, preschool yeah, on campus. ASU. Yeah, 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 I had, yeah. I worked yeah. at a child development lab. Like I had to do hours Yes, and I just literally, as you said, nap time flashed me to that. And we had these nap time mats too. Yes. And that is, I totally like forgot. So I worked there for a semester and it was like all like the professor's kids, I think basically yeah. went there. Yeah. And, um, that but is that so is funny. so funny. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's move into like grade school, elementary. Yes. Um, I feel like we have a, so many different options here in Arizona. I, I know it's not this way everywhere, but like, what do you think about like, well, did you weigh the different options? Charter versus public versus neighborhood versus magnet versus private, like all the things. So I many mean, options. We have so many options for better or for and worse. And there's big opinions on this. Yes. So I don't want to like offend anybody. I no, don't really there have is no a right strong or wrong. opinion on it either. Well, yeah. there's no right or wrong. I think you really have to kind of like work with like your situation, your family, your needs. Right. And so, um, man, this is so complicated in my eyes because... I do like love the idea of charter schools that they can kind of do their thing and kind of have maybe a, like a, a certain special style or, or specialty, yeah, like or, focus, you know, or something very, like this, that or method. Um, so I can love the freedom there, and if that's something you're seeking, but like the hard part about options is it does it spreads everyone thin. It does, and so I feel like if everyone on the street just went to the corner school. Like, I think most public schools would be thriving in all areas of like social, academic, staffing. But because there are options in the neighborhood, you might have 50% of the kids go to the neighborhood public school that I think, you know, um, I've been pretty pleased with my district and I think they do a good job. Um, 
but like, yes, it does obviously then divide social, it divides, you know, just kind of, you know, the, obviously the funding, all of those types of things. And so, um, I mean, I guess through and through inside my heart, I'm a public school girl. Yeah. I want to support the public district. I want to support the system. And I think at least here in Arizona, they have a pretty good system going, but because of all the options, it kind of Mm -hmm. alters things. Yeah. And so, um, I am a pretty conservative person too. And so I do value a lot of those traditional values and kind of our founding fathers and constitution and pledge of allegiance. Those are all really important things to me. Mm-hmm. And as we are adapting and moving, obviously some districts, some cities don't prioritize that like they once did. And that's really heartbreaking to me. I haven't had to come across that yet. Um, my school really stands strong with that still. And I really am proud of that. But there's a lot of schools that don't. And so for those reasons, I think like for some of those, some of those factors to me, if I saw some of those things going away, more of those like value purpose things, those family based things, if I saw my school losing sight of that, that is when I definitely would be seeking out other options as well as like, there is something to be said about a choice school, like a charter school, because you have to choose to be there. And so you know that those families and those children are making an initiative to be somewhere where they're prioritizing their education. Right. And so to me, again, I can admire that because I know it's bringing together hopefully a really strong community and family base that I want to be a part of. Totally. I agree. There's so many. And then like charters sometimes have uniforms. And I think uniforms have a lot of pros and cons. How do you feel about the uniform life, Sarah? I don't mind it. I yep. mean, it does simplify my life. Jeremy right. and I were just laughing. So we are at a charter. I think I've mentioned that here before, but we very much fell into it because right. of COVID. Yes. And we fell into it together. We're, yeah. If you, again, remember, Weirdly we enough, were there for a little bit together. And I really don't have a strong opinion about schooling. I really don't. And like the different options or whatever. I grew up in public school. Yeah. I had a great experience. Like every intention of raising my kids in the public school, but we did land at this charter and it fit my family. We, we felt good about it. Like whatever we've had great teachers, quality education. Like our kids seem to be really on par, but I don't know. I think the uniform has taken a lot of like the back and forth with Kate, at least out of the question. Like I would, Jeremy and I were joking about like, um, the other day, like, man, do you remember what first grade was like in the morning with her, like trying to get her dressed? Oh, and yeah. like, like you're not wearing that, Kate. That's that's ridiculous. That doesn't match. Like, it would be, you know, like she would just come in these combinations totally. of like bizarreness. And there's like not a whole lot of guidelines at the, our public school either. It can be yes. like pretty short and like Tank tanks and, and all the things. things. And right. it's like always bumping up against different things. So I do love that. That like that just takes the question out of it in the morning. It's so easy. Um, and, but you give up the bus for us at least. So there's no public transportation or like the bus system. Um, there's things like that. So it does make you be a more involved parent. Like I am doing parent pickup, parent driveline. Like it's a commitment and it takes some juggling, but it, it, I totally agree with what you're saying. It does sometimes make me sad that like all the kids in our neighborhood don't go to the same school. It's very 50, yeah. 50, like at least it's 50, 50 down the school we go to and the neighborhood school. And then they, a lot of them see each other at the park or, you know, at church or dance or whatever, like, and so they're still plugged in, but it is very different from like the nineties oh, world that we grew up absolutely. in. Absolutely. Yeah. School. Even here being so many options, 
though in the 90s everyone just went to the corner school like it didn't like like why would you go anywhere else like everyone was there and like everyone you know moved on together and it was like it was yeah it was kind of the ideal and so it is like hard and 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 you can't help but those factors exterior factors of like kind of like your neighbors or maybe the friends kind of play into it but you totally are factors but you do want it to be like I need them to be where they should be but then you want to be included say like one of the big reasons why I wasn't dying to go back to our school that Kate was in is she like didn't really ever find a good group of peers like and not that I needed her she still doesn't have like this crazy tight girlfriend group she still doesn't but I just wasn't wild about like the things she was coming home talking about like some of the I don't know I mean we're literally talking kindergarten and so I don't know there was like a little part of me inside that was kind of okay seeking out a different or trying it out at least trying a different option and then it just was such a different experience it just felt so much better but I we could talk about this for an hour I want to talk about volunteering at the school as a parent how do you go about that um I feel like I would love to be on campus every single day if I could weirdly enough I was just saying to our friend last night I was like who goes to our charter also I was like have you been on campus yet this year and she was like yeah I was like what the heck I haven't and like I haven't been asked either do you feel like it's like a wait to be asked thing or you insert yourself Okay, this what is so think? ironic because literally like not even just a few days ago, I was talking to a mom and we were, we, yeah, it was that field day. We were talking about it. And I, in that moment, recognized, wait, I have not volunteered yet this year. And I it's know. almost December. Exactly. And we're halfway through. Ex- yeah. And I'm like, wait, and I have yet to see a sign up come out. either. Because last year... There was a sign up genius Constant. and you could sign up and come in like once a week, twice a week if you wanted to. I know. And then I dawned on me, wait, I haven't seen anything this year. And then I'm like, is it because they're getting older? But then I'm like, no, I feel like I, I, I've made a conscious effort to be like in each of their rooms, like one day, a quarter or whatever. And so I'm like, what's going on? And so it's been just like, obviously a whirlwind. When is it not? So I need to sit down and just like contact the teachers and make sure I'm not missing something. Do you think that's like bugging them though? Like, do you think they, no. I think, I think they welcome it. There are some teachers that are more particular or maybe don't love like, yeah, just Mm -hmm. the micromanaging or the, uh, the audience in the classroom or whatever. So I'm sure there's maybe some teachers that don't use it, but how could they not want people taking grading, copies, stapling, hanging things up, like. Do help you with the legwork. And to me, it's just like invaluable time because you get to like survey things, see how your child is like socially interacting, the kids he's around. Because I have said this on the podcast before, it blows my mind that they are away from us as much as they are away from us. Right. And they're surrounded by all these other influences all day, like majority of their time. And so I just am dying to get in the classroom. Well, Funny, again, that we're talking about this right now, because just today, the very few volunteering I've done this year, and this is my second time, I volunteered at the snack bar yes. at the junior high. Yeah. So on Wednesdays, my seventh grader gets, well, all my kids have a half day on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And my seventh grader, the junior high, so he's new to this whole, you know, junior high scene. Um, it's kind of fun. They just set up a snack bar at half day and they can just go crazy. And it is. you. It is just literally Bonkers. for like seven. No, not even. 
five and a half minutes, it's just poof, hands, oh hands, hands, gosh. dollars, dollars, dollars. Hand, yeah. And they actually are very respectful. They they know they're not allowed to touch the items. Okay. Like I have to hand it to them. Okay. And actually, I've never had a child touch it. Oh, I mean, good. I am so impressed. Good. They're very like orderly, but it is literally like the mad dash for like the bus or pickup or whatever they're doing. So they're just there. And I literally like am working for for six minutes and then they're all gone. Oh my gosh. And then it's gone and everyone like left and went home. And I was like, Oh my gosh. But it was like, it is so funny. And so, but as well, it's just kind of fun to see like faces and people and like, and and he comes, you know, my son comes up and grabs, you know, it's just like, it is like, there's something to be said to just feeling involved and seen and like present there and I love that so but like last year my son was in kindergarten and I think kindergarten teachers really make a conscious effort at our school to have parents and yes it's agreed it's just it's such a good experience they're so excited to see you it's so special so you know I mean does your school let you come have lunch at campus yes and I've Felt at that. Oh, I need okay. to go you, do it. Yeah, that's a great way. Oh, I'm that's a great that. way I to know. like it's just so fun. plug in as well and like see the lunch scene and they just feel so special. I want to know how often you check in on grades. Okay, grades. I know. So my school is a little funny. They do six grading periods, oh, okay. which is annoying. Oh, it's just fine. Yeah. No. And, you know, we all grew up on the traditional four quarters, mm-hmm. probably. Right. Two yeah. semesters. So they have these three and three. So and then it literally feels like because of that, you have a progress report almost like every two weeks. Like you Wait, feel like you like progress report, you report card, a paper report. What's that? You get paper? Oh, yeah. We don't. We do. Ours is online. Yeah. Ours is a paper form. Oh, you got to cool. look at it, sign it, oh my gosh. keep it, take it for a free donut, you know, Krispy Kreme. Oh, my gosh. And um, no, it's interesting. My my school is a random situation as well, again, because it is a little bit accelerated. They move quickly. And by semester, they are in the next grading level, next grade level. Yeah. So they'll be learning fifth grade stuff come January. Yeah. So I try to give them a little bit of grace because I know it can be intense. Right. And they actually do keep up pretty well. So I try to be like, it's funny, but like it is to the point, what point do you start like, I mean, would you punish, would you punish for a bad grade? And what's bad? I mean, like a D, oh. an F. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. Would would you punish for a C? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know if I would punish. First of all, I would have to like kind of evaluate myself of like, wait right. a minute. How did I not like right. step in a little more? Because that is true truth here. And I was going to say I'm horrible at being engaged, checking up on the grades. Yeah. Horrible. Right, right. right. And like by the grace of God, when I do look at it, it's good. And it's like, oh, I can breathe. But like, I don't know. I mean, it would definitely, I wouldn't punish. No, I think I I would have a sit down and come up with a plan. I use that word lightly. You said they lose privileges or their screen time's gone for two weeks. I think it would all like. Do you really have to get involved? I I think it would like depend on how that child's acting. Like, or do you see that they're coming home and playing Xbox right right away? Or like, I don't know if I see that they're trying to do their homework or like they're they're not being defiant. Like, I don't know. I think there'd be a lot of factors going into it, but more than anything, it would probably put me on like, Oh crap, high alert. But then that's, I mean, that goes into the bigger question that we talk about all the time of like that, that fine balance of 
we want them to be kids. We want them to have a life, but then we also want them to do well and learn and, and take school seriously, and take right? It seriously. Because knowing that this is like their role for the it next is. 10 years almost. Exactly. Um, I, you know, but also my point in saying that is I do feel like, and I think most adults would acknowledge this at this point is like not every child is on like the college path or it's, it like would make them happy. Like I think there's so many different paths and so many ways to make money now. And like, I mean, even self-taught, you can teach yourself anything on YouTube and go make a business out of it. Like, so the world is so different now. I feel like back in the day, there was like such these like lanes that you went down and it was, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Everybody was college prep until they weren't. And it was just like, so I don't know. It's like a fine balance. I mean, I do feel like you can kind of gauge your kid, you know? Well, yeah. And it's interesting because it, we, we talk about a lot off the mic, just how it's comes so much more naturally to some kids. And, and even I could testify that from when I was a kid to like, I mean, I was not book smart. It just wasn't like easy for me. But then I had friends that never even opened the book and passed the test. And I'm like, oh, if only. Yeah. And so, yeah, you do have to gauge the child. Um, I think so that's let me let me expand on my thought that's where like if I and and see that's the hard part like I can say I kind of know my Kate's path and Landon Luke's a total wild card for me still I still don't really know but I would say like if I felt like you know it would hurt their confidence and who they are and like their their happiness and like long term me coming down on them and making them feel not smart as their siblings or like whatever like that's delicate to me I feel like you got to keep the long game in mind like yeah to not do like self-image damage like you got to handle that carefully right. like not all kids are on the same I mean I wasn't to my brother my brother was that kid who could be in the AP classes and not study and I wasn't that either like and so I think there's a bigger picture like you need to be aware of, you know, that that could do harm, more harm than good. I mean, is there so does your school offer any tutoring? They do. And my Luke went to tutoring for the first time after Florida. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I died. I was like, wait, I've never had a child in tutoring, but it was so cute and sweet. And he was totally fine. And it was good. It was for phonics. I know. And we have tutoring, too. And I love that those, you know. um, Yeah those options are available. I mean, totally. that's huge. And that's helpful because I, I mean, right. I mean, catching them up and just making them feel comfortable is really important. And even though you guys, I graduated elementary ed and I should be able to do all these things backwards and forwards for them. You forgot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah and, and I mean, not only like the college level, it's like, I mean, even from our experience and we learned it differently, we probably yeah. learned most of these things differently oh, totally. even back then. And so it's just funny to put ourselves in those shoes. Last week, we touched lightly on like homework even and just like we are very different when it comes to homework. I kind of let them have a little breathing room after school. And then it's kind of like Ugh, the beat Gather down the to get truths. it done before truths. bed. Yeah. And Sarah gets it done right away. We try. Yeah. After school, which is really good. And then there's a lot of schools out there, though, that don't have homework. Yes, I know. Have you heard that? Well, I mean, we were only at our public school here down the street for like a couple of years, but Kate never had homework there. I know. And so, and Luke comes home with homework every single day. So does, I mean, all three of them do. Um, Yeah. 
So I know, I think there's something lovely about that too, because they're there a lot and like, let's fit it in guys. Right. You know, I can kind of appreciate the no homework because I'm like, I mean, I understand reinforcing the concept and like just practicing, but then at the same time, it's like those few hours at home, oh my gosh, don't beat us down again to have to chase them down to do it when they should be playing outside. They should be going to practice. They should be just chilling out, right? Being a kid. It is just such a fine balance. It's so crazy. It is. I mean, do you feel like, I mean, okay, let's take it back to like when you were a little kid. What, like, what did you want to do when you were a little girl? What, what in school? Like, did you? Was I a right brain or a left brain? Yeah, or like I don't know. Did did oh, it, I was, was much it, more were drawn? You always kind of the same is what was, I'm trying to say. I was much more drawn to books and reading and um, art. Yeah. So I was like the right brain, you know, because like left is more math, right? No idea. Have you heard that before? Heard right it, brain, left brain? I, I don't know. Right is more like reading literature, yes, maybe me. even social studies would classify in that. And yeah. I would say 100%. That is more my forte. Yeah. I enjoy that more. I was better at that. Um, and then but obviously- don't you think from like a pretty young age, like you kind of are who you are? Well, I was horrible for math, I think from day one. Yeah, me too. So yeah, probably. Math was always my like- And I've always hated to read a book. I have. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. I always have. I don't know. It's just funny. I just have to sit back and wonder like, like, I don't know if my, I don't know. Do you think, do you think though it's, uh, you know, skills and experiences that create that or are we really that from just preschool day one? Like if my Kate, there's like, she has always said she wants to be a doctor. I really don't even know if I would encourage her to do that at this point because it's so expensive to go to med school now. I just, oh my gosh, the loans they come out with and stuff. It's wild. But I mean, a nurse all day, I feel like that's like the best job ever and so flexible. But, um, but no, what I'm saying is like, if she were to say, I want to do hair from day one, do you just like encourage that and build that up? And like, you know what I mean? Instead of like beating them down over calculus. I mean, right. I know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's funny. I think that's kind of been, well, I think I've had, again, I've had an altered path because of like Franklin and knowing that, oh, I just said it, (laughs) that I, that it is a little more intensified that I feel like I kind of take the back seat because I'm like, I don't want them to hate school and yeah. hate me for it. Yeah. And I know it's already kind of beat down a lot in school. So it's because it's a very serious school and very um, just, yeah, it's, I mean, they'll come out really smart and bright from it, I'm sure. But I mean, I went into elementary ed because I just, I literally look back to my years at Mercury Mine Elementary, <laughs> shout out to Mercury Mine, because to me, it was like a magical place. It just was. Oh, we just so had, sweet. I had such cool teachers. I had such cool experiences. I, the plays I was in, the, the fall festivals I went to. Oh. I even had a teacher, believe it or not, for three years. Oh, wow. She was, she was one of the first of her kind to do a combo class where she had third and fourth graders together. Oh. And I loved it. Cool. So I was with fourth graders and third graders together. And then I had her, so I had her third grade and then I was a fourth grader in her combo class. Then when I went into sixth grade, she moved up and then I went with her. Well, she, well, I was in her class. She probably handpicked me, of course. And then, believe it or not, I student taught with her. I found her 
And I said, I want to be a student teacher with you. Yes. And it was cool. It was so oh, cool. Oh, I love so, that. So yeah. No, I just loved elementary. And I like, and so sometimes I feel really guilty for my children that have a little bit more rigorous like life at school. Um, but I think it's so different though, even for my children, so even mean, if like, even if I wanted to recreate that, that just doesn't exist anymore. It was a simpler time. Yeah, truly. It really I know was. it sounds so old saying that it but was. Like, yes. Gosh, it's so crazy. And so, I mean, um, elementary is like special and I want my kids to enjoy it. So I think that's a little bit why I try not to be yeah, too to beat down. intense. Mm-hmm. Right. I, totally. I feel like. But do you think you'll amp it up at high school? Yeah, because high school is important to me. It's go time. It's go time. It's go time for me. It's important to me. But also, again, a very fine balance. Because to me, again, all those extra things are really important. They are. They made my experience. I was in, I was a cheerleader. I was in student government. I was in the newspaper. I did orchestra. All those things were like core part of like my experience. And I think it makes you more well-rounded. You make friends from every corner. I mean, I had a cheerleader friend and I had the cello friends. Like I had lots of different types of friends and I think that really helped mold me. So I think like, again, that's a huge part into the high school career, but that can interfere with grades and that can be hard to juggle. I mean, I think of these high schoolers, no joke, like all day. They are from sunup to sundown. And I think back to even me. I believe it or not, I had a church class that I went to for my church before school. But then to go through school, have practice, homework, maybe a Stugo event. Well, I don't even know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I was super slammed during my high school yeah. time. Like I remember being like consu- just busy, busy all the time. Yes. I don't know. But I think it was good for us too. I agree. Again, like I think it kept us productive yeah. and it kept us motivated. I, we were learning things. Yeah. And then we're having fun, hopefully. Today's episode is sponsored by mylifeinabook.com. This is probably the most thoughtful gift I've come across for parents or grandparents for the winter holidays as families get together to celebrate. It's basically a very powerful way to connect emotionally with them and preserve their most precious memories and show them that you really care. And best of all, it's an instantaneous gift. I've tried it with my mother and she totally loved it. Every week, mylifeinabook.com lets you choose from a list of thought-provoking questions or even write your own, which gets sent to your relative by email. Your relative writes their answer and can choose to add a meaningful picture. This happens every week, and then at the end of one year, all their stories get combined into a beautiful keepsake book that can store your relative's memories forever and pass them on to future generations, which is printed and sent to you. You can request as many copies as you want and even get it in audio format. With mylifeinabook.com, you can give those you love most a personal gift that tells them they're meaningful to you and to all future generations. To save $10 off your first purchase, head over to mylifeinabook.com and at checkout, make sure to enter discount code MOMVOICE for $10 off your first purchase. Again, that's mylifeinabook.com. And use code MOMVOICE for $10 off your first purchase. We've also had different opinions kind of about the extracurriculars before. Yeah. Because totally. I feel like as much like the grades will, the sports will help motivate my boys to stay on top of their grades. But I know you've kind of thought else. Otherwise, I, again, I don't want to like overly 
tire my kids or anything like that. I and I don't know. I think I'm trying to ease into them just being away from me too much. Like it's just kind of even Kate came home from dance today. I've been hearing this lately. Like, mom, I just never have any downtime. That's what she said. Really? Yeah. And I was like, like that worries me a little bit because I think she feels like it's like, wake up, go to school, come home, homework, ready to dance, dance, come home, dinner, shower, bed, wake up. Like she's feeling like that grind. And that's where I'm kind of like, pull back a little. Like, I mean, I'm not going to. I said, well, winter break will be good. We're going to have a break soon. Like it's blah, 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 whatever. But that's where it's like, yeah, the I don't know. Is real for sure. Yeah, and, and it's funny because even like with the extracurricular stuff, you do juggle with. I mean, from the dance and tumbling and football, like you feel for them to make a high school team, they've got to be playing the sport at age six or seven, or I they're know. not going to stand a chance. I know. But with that whole mind frame, and well, we that's we all think where you're it, going with it. Okay, we I all see think what you're it, saying. Yes, but if if. You know, but the burnout can happen too. They could be over the sport before they even get there. I'm sorry. I see what you were saying. Yes, we do have different (laughs) mind frames with sports, like high school sports. Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I've always joked to Lauren, like, I would love for my kids to be in sports, but I don't want them to think they're good enough to go to college for sports. Yes. Yes. Because I was like, if they're going to college, like I want them to like go get a degree oh, and, and not focus I'm on I'm filling sports. my kids with the pipe dream. You can be that 1% QB baby. Work it. Work it. Oh, and, and I, I am. totally like the opposite. I'm yeah. like, you will never make it. I know. I know. Never, ever. No. Okay. That's what you were talking about. I'm sorry. Yeah. We do have totally different like objectives there, but a hundred percent, I want them to be in sports. Like I do think it's important. I think it teaches them team dedication, showing up, like committing to something like it's important. I think it is. Oh, I think for sure, because and the activity, like exercise, exercise, health, all but, of it. You know, um, I have, a. Actually, three nephews at the moment that are doing like um, church missions around the world, like serving and like teaching and stuff. And we were just talking about how preparing themselves for the real world and even just the contrast to like football and how some kids really struggle, 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 like going out on their own and just like with a schedule and showing up and being on time and a regiment. I mean, even before and outside of school. um, But like, he was just saying how much like football even helped, like answering to authority, knowing I had to be somewhere on time. Yeah. People were relying being on accountable. me, being accountable to yeah. a team, you know, and those type of skills that it's like, those are real. I think it's important that in high school, we're teaching our kids real life, life skills. Oh, totally. And government is important, like learning the government and like world history and like American history and yeah. all that stuff is super important. And like econ but like learning how to even like manage a bank account, learning how to pay your bills, like learning how pay your in, taxes. What, yeah, your taxes. All these things and that like, are real you know, life that with, suck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, but things that I mean, because you don't know if these kids in front of you in your classroom will go beyond their senior year. This may be it to set them up for success. I totally agree with that. And too. it's like there are a lot of core classes. Like I love that they've always had like home ec or whatever and and wood carving and those are seriously fun good things but like I think there's even like they could elaborate those electives even beyond to really 
help cultivate oh, I was just possibilities. Like, I was just ranting to Lauren in Florida. I I think they should be teaching healthy living. Yeah. Like, there is just so much crap today to get addicted to and to like a break down class, your body. A drug abuse class. Just, all, just how to be a healthy human. Like truly. I feel like it truly is like core to happiness in life is taking but care honestly, of your body. Why don't they have a class that every student has to take? I know. Like a literal, like every freshman Literally. year, a full year of like drug education. Something. So that they're aware of like what happens to them when they take that yeah. or try like that there are or they risk that. Yeah. And absolutely. The long-term damage, the Saturday night, short-term damage that could be done. Like All literally those choices have fallouts. And I think, you know, we pray that every child has a good set of parents, but let's even say maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't even no. know, half of them do. So those other half really need the guidance. Well, but truly just like learning a little bit about like how our bodies work, how our brains work, why sleep is important, why why basic human functions like getting good food, getting good sleep, like all feeding your body, like all these things are so vital, not only to like academic success, but happiness in life. And like, just yes, teaching them about some of the things that they're probably already doing or exposed to, to say the least. Right. And like, I don't know, I was just like, dude, that's where I'm just like, there's just so much stuff today to like, get addicted to, to indulge in. There's more, more, more all the time, everything, all the time. I mean, of course, parents are there and like, I hope, you know, you hope so. And even like, you know, obviously they've been teaching sex ed for years and even that's a hot. I didn't have it in my school. Right. That's a hot button topic because it's like a lot of parents feel like that should be taught in the home and it's between like a family. And I do agree with that. But also like with a lot of these important skills, you just hope that the parents are involved. And if they're not, like, I think those high school hours and years are crucial to like yeah. developing them totally so they agree. could use that for even all the better. And of course, yeah. I mean, we love our teachers. We know oh that all gosh. of them out there are doing, they're doing amazing. the best they can. Amazing. They're like truly love all of the our way. teachers. Yeah. I have not had a bad or a bad experience yet. I've been thoroughly pleased. And it's, I mean, they are the most underappreciated, underpaid job. And I, that a lot here. I just, yes, teachers and, and people that choose to spend their hours and careers and devotion to oh like gosh. our kids. I know. Every day. They, it's just, they, it can never be said enough. I have watched my sister-in-law, Michelle, over the course of the time I've been in this family. Like, no lie. Every single time I'm around her, she is grading or on doing something or talking about her kids or school like it is her and it's part of her and like the passion she has for it like that it's just like literally incredible and I know that a lot of the educators out there they do it because they have a passion for it and I so grateful for that man absolutely all right girl what was your miss of the week Okay, so I wanted to ask you about your dishwasher. Okay, ask away. Like, do you feel like your dishwasher like does? This one does. Finally. Amazing job. Three you, houses in. Yes. Do you finally. feel like you've had dishwashers that don't do amazing? Yes, I've had to dry them off, and they suck. And yes, I just feel like 
I don't know. It's such a beating. And this is a newer one, only like two years old. What's the problem? But I just feel like my dishes are never like fully clean. And okay. I, I always do rinse. I usually do a quick rub down. But like, do I literally have to like clean the dish through and through? Do you mean like food or is it like that residue that we get here in Arizona? Uh, I mean. Both? Both. I do feel like this house, I have a water softener. And that's been a game changer. Yes. Like truly. Yes. I feel like every other house I've ever had, my, my, my cups, my plates would have like a true residue on them and it grossed me out. And I felt like I had to wipe them down. Yes. But here in this home specifically, we put a water softener in and that has made a huge difference. But also I do think that I just have a better dishwasher. I landed in a better dishwasher this time. Well, so when you load your dishwasher, yeah. I mean, are you cleaning the dishes through and through pretty much and then just like putting them in for them. like a sanitation? I don't really put a brush to them really. So it's just a rinse. So if you see a few crumbs or like like a yeah, soft no. spot, you just yeah. put it in. Yeah. Yes. And I would say I'm the same. I, I do mean, I'm not elbow greasing right. the, the pans and the dishes no. before I put them in. Yeah. But I am definitely getting the bulk of junk off, totally. rinsing it in pretty hot water pop it in. But sometimes I swear it comes out looking the freaking exact same and I want to throw something. I'm literally having to hand wash everything a third time around and I'm so over it. Yeah, I do try and not put like dried food in there. Yeah. Like I have this gross habit of like if it goes in our sink, not directly, I will run water on it so it just sits wet. Yes, agreed. But Jeremy gets grossed out. Oh, he's like, that's so disgusting because it just kind of sits in like the gross food, water, whatever. But like, I do think if I put it in dried, especially avocado, dude, avocado will not come off of stuff. Oh my gosh, really? Oh man, so many silverware things have been Interesting. ruined. Anyway, but no, yeah. I just don't know if I'm doing it wrong, if it's my dishwasher. I've even had George multiple times go under there and like clean out the little, yeah. you know, um, yeah. catcher things yeah. and all this stuff. And I'm like, what am what what am I doing wrong? Well, is do it rinse aid? Do you do a rinse aid? I do. Try, okay. The finish, yeah. like I put it yeah, in there. The finish. And yeah. are you a? I'm a caps, pod. Yeah, pod. Person. Or are you like no liquid? Pod. I'm a pod too. Yeah. yeah. So okay, That's I don't hard. know. I just maybe I have a sucky machine. I don't know. I'm just over I've been it. there. It is it's super annoying. It's such I a totally beat down when I'm like uh, loading and I'm like. Yeah. Okay. Put it back in the sink. Back in the sink. Okay. I'm going to hand wash these so I, annoying. or reload them, but then I, that's pointless too. I just oh have gosh. to hand wash it and really scrub it down. I know. That is so funny. Ugh. Next. Well, I already said my miss, but my miss was going to be Kate coming in earlier tonight and just kind of like, yeah, it does pull at my heart a little bit when she just feels overwhelmed and tired and says those things to me where I... I feel that way at the end of Absolute, long days. Absolutely. And the last thing you want is your child to feel that way when absolutely. they're 10. Yeah. And so it did kind of like break my mommy heart a little bit. So I'm super craving. Here is what I want for Christmas break, Lauren. I want to watch a Hallmark movie with my girl. I've never watched a Hallmark movie with her. And I was like, they're all like totally PG or oh, G. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I was like, that's what we have to do. Just curl up in bed one day and we'll have a Hallmark movie marathon. So I'm going to make that happen. That's We're going to get so some sweet. R&R in. That's sweet. I love that. All right. What was your hit of the week? So my hit, if you know, if you've been here, you know, like the reading thing has been such a thing for Ongoing. both of us. Yes. And for me, I have just thought at times like, I just, okay, I guess I just have to throw in the towel. They're just not going to love 
reading. Yeah. But a breakthrough recently with Emmett, he Ooh. is reading a um, wimpy kid, Diary of a Wimpy oh, Kid. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like really into it. Oh, and yeah. every day he tells me I'm on page 155, I'm on hey. 170. And he's like into it. And I oh. like out of nowhere, I didn't really prod this along. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, Emmett, That's this so is a big cute. deal. We have a and, lot of them. And if yes, you need okay, some. we're good. I, he really likes it. They love those old movies from like, you know, yes. 10 years ago. They're yes. great. And um, so cute. And so I just am like, oh my gosh. I literally said, if you finish this book, I'll bake you a cake. And I'm like <laughs> tempted to like literally make him a cake with a book on it because Aww. I want him to know like that's really important. important and impressive. And like, obviously something I've been trying to literally beat down in them I talking know. about beating them, you know, just that's like beating so them. so cute. But um, finally, we might, we might have turned a corner with him. That's Yay. awesome. Good job, Emmett. Yeah. That's so awesome. Okay. Well, my head of the week, 100% Lauren, is I have refocused and recommitted that I'm going to be providing home-cooked meals for my family. I know, right? <laughs> One way or another. Well, okay. speaking of these busy kids that need brain power, oh, right? Oh okay. Gosh. We need it, to have them. It literally just is so overwhelming to me. I'm not even kidding. No, it, it, like, me too. I, it's, we have said this countless times on this podcast like down to like grocery shopping like I don't even know where to start and I end up spending three times as much money as I ever like as I needed to it's ridiculous so having found beehive mills like we mentioned earlier in the show I'm super excited about it I actually think this is going to be my fix I really do the fact that it's freezer mills I can cook it in the crock because I love crock pots. I'm not even kidding. I do too. I just feel like it's such an even good quality, like cooking, like it cooks so well, like evenly. And then like your house smells good and you I just feel know. like, okay, it's almost dinner time. Like, and we're in winter of, and yes. I feel like I can fully embrace the crock pot during yeah. winter. And so I'm excited to try them out with Instapot too. But yes, I'm just feeling super excited about it. It's definitely going to be my hit next week because I'm going to be cooking these fabulous meals for my family. I know. I'm really excited too. My sister-in-law has been using them for a few months and just raves about them. She actually truly said like between all the different brands that she's tried, kind of there's other, you know, preset meals. She said this one is the most tasty with the best options and it just fills everybody up. And I, she, I mean, she literally has talked to me multiple times about it. So that's why I was so excited. I know I am too. And I've looked into these things like at the grocery store where you have to like go and put all the ingredients in and do your own freezer meals. Uh But I just don't have time for that, Lauren. I literally don't. So that's why I was super excited about this. And like hearing the menu, carne asada, barbecue chicken. Hello. It'll be great. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do us for this episode of The Mom Boys. We are so happy you joined us here today. If you don't mind, please go leave us a five-star rating and a review. And with that, Lauren, is there anything else? No, that will do it. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. Take care of each other. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.